This is Randy Kugler with episode three of the Racing with RK podcast. Today we're going to start off by talking about the last weekend uh, I spent at Charlotte Motor Speedway this past weekend for the WK Manufacturers Cup Sprint Nationals. It was a homecoming for me as I went down there. Uh, first time I'd been to that facility inside the Speedway for sure. Uh, gosh, in over 13 years. So it was uh, it was a real homecoming for me because I had I'd spent um, about, I guess, from 1994 till 2007 serving as WK president. And although I, mained, I remained a resident of Ohio, I, uh, I still spent an awful lot of time in Charlotte uh, working with the events and, and working with the organization. So it was, um, it was a pretty big deal to get down there and, and, and see all the changes. And, and one of the big news that happened is the uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway, along with WK, rebuilt the sprint track that was so famous uh, back in the mid to late 90s and early 2000s, but then kind of fell by the wayside for a number of reasons. Well, they went in and rebuilt it, and boy, just did a bang-up job. They built an infrastructure underneath uh, with some better drainage, and uh, it just really has turned out to be a beautiful facility, a great circuit. It's wider now. And it's almost a replica of the layout they had before that we had at the Charlotte Sprint Track. So very racy, uh, quite technical, but yet there's plenty of places to pass, including uh, drafting down the long back straightaway. So it was a good time and uh, really enjoyed it. I was able to announce the event, saw some old friends, Marie Borsick, uh, general manager at WKA for so many years. And Marie and I worked closely together while I was president of WKA. Uh, Carol and Bobby, Bobby Geddes, I haven't seen them. I've talked to them on the phone, but I haven't seen them in so many years. And I was able to spend a lot of time with them, had dinner with them one night, and that was awesome. And uh, Albert Van. Albert was uh, a key part of our DIRT program back when I was president of WKA. Worked a lot of the operations in many of our big events. And uh, Albert was there helping, and uh, it was nice to see Albert as well. The racing was uh, was very good. The, the crowd wasn't quite as much as uh, as big as WK had hoped, but the racing was still very competitive, very enjoyable, and uh, the track really uh, allows for some very competitive, exciting racing. Uh, we'll start off with the uh, Briggs Cadet class. The winner was Christopher McKeithen. Christopher won by uh, just like a, a half a cart length over George Wheeler. These two just went after it uh, the entire race, uh, put on a heck of a show. George actually turned the fastest lap of the race. Uh, finishing in third was Austin Olds. Now, Austin did something on on a Saturday that I haven't seen a lot of in my entire karting career. But Austin went from third to first in two of the heat races on the last turn of the last lap calculated it, waited for the opportunity, and blasted by first and second in turn 12 at Charlotte and crossed the line up front in the heat race. Twice he did that. So a good run, a good weekend for Austin Olds. But Christopher McKeithen comes out on top in the Briggs Cadet class. The next final to run on Sunday was the 100cc senior class. In this class, Hayden Jones won by almost five seconds over Adam Maxwell and Justin White. Hayden was clearly the class of the field, fastest card in the racetrack, 
Uh, Adam Maxwell had a good strong run for second and Justin White uh, finished in third. In the 100cc junior class, Thomas Anunziata also strong dominant in the class. He was the fastest, uh, turned the fastest lap and won <clears throat> by almost four seconds over Weston Workman who finished second and Cameron Weinberg who finished uh, third. So a good run uh, by uh, Thomas Anunziata. Uh, Cameron Weinberg did actually advance the most positions. He was the hard charger of the race. So a nice run out there by Weston Workman and Cameron Weinberg as well in the 100cc junior class. The, the last final in the morning session was a combination micro rock mini rock class. Salim Hanna, which was strong all weekend in the classes he ran, uh, won over two seconds from Cameron Blatz, who finished second. That was in the rock mini class. In the rock micro class, it was Sarah Bradley bringing home the win. Uh, Sarah was about a four second, almost four seconds over second place Isaac Malkin. Now Isaac Malkin was the hard charger. He advanced the most positions of anybody in the class. Isaac was um, a local driver from Ohio that runs the Buckeye Karting Challenge. He actively competes in the Buckeye Karting Challenge. The week before he had finished fifth on Saturday at the USPKS race in Newcastle and then attended the Buckeye Karting Challenge race at Port Washington, Ohio the next day from Newcastle to Port Washington, Ohio to run the Buckeye Karting Challenge and finish second. So, um, boy, a real, uh, a real charger out there, Isaac Malkett, second place, and another Ohio driver, J.J. O'Neill, rounds out the podium in the um, micro rock class. But the winner, a solid victory for Sarah Bradley. We move on to the afternoon finals in the mini swift class. One of the better battles of the day Caleb Gaffera and Salim Hanna. Uh, Caleb ended up winning the race, but he had to he had to work his way around Salim. Salim got a good start in the final and gapped uh, Caleb by about five cart lengths in, early in the race. But Caleb reeled him back in and then uh, made a made a pass under on a draft down that long back straight. Took over the top spot from Salim, then just got up on the wheel and never looked back and ended up a gap in Salim by over two seconds. So Caleb Gaffer with the win, a great job by Caleb G. Salim Hanna, solid run all weekend. Salim finished second. Ben Mayer finished third. He was the hard charger. He advanced the most positions of anybody in the class. So Ben Mayer finishing third. And a call out to Carson Weinberg, although he finished fourth, he turned the fast lap of the race. So a good group of drivers and a nice showing in the mini swift class. The, uh, the next group to go out onto the track was the Rock Junior and Rock Senior classes. Chloe Chamber dominated in Rock Senior. She turned the fastest lap. Liam Lech finished in second. Austin Reichel was the winner in Rock Senior. Jeremy Fletcher and Casey Blatz rounded out the top three. <clears throat> the, um, the victory for Chloe was over four seconds on Liam Lech and Austin Reichel a little closer, just over a second on Jeremy Fletcher. Jeremy gave him a good run but Austin wound up on top. Kid Carts was the next class out. And Adam Woolridge, although crossed the line in first, unfortunately, Adam had an issue in tech. So Luke Gillio, Luke Gillio, I should say, was the winner. Uh, Luke uh, finished, ended up finishing first. He was also the hard charger, advancing the most positions. Camden Clay wound up second. 
and Austin Taylor rounded out the podium in kid carts. The final race of the day, one of the more competitive races, was the X30 Junior class. Jeremy Fletcher and Thomas Annunziata just went after each other all weekend long. They raced each other very clean, uh, nice, good young drivers. But at the end of the day, by one-tenth of a second, Jeremy Fletcher came out on top over Thomas Annunziata, even though Thomas did turn the fast lap of the race. Rounding out the podium was Tyler McIntyre in third. That wraps up the results for the Charlotte uh, Bridgestone Sprint Grand Nationals for the WKA. Getting to some other awards over the weekend, Caleb Guerrero received the Sammy Borsick Ironman Award. Now this award is an award started by WKA and it is for the driver who performs the best in their two-week stretch of events at Charlotte. <clears throat> two weeks ago, there was a, an, a road race and a sprint race called the World Karting Challenge at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. And then this past weekend, of course, they had the Sprint Grand Nationals. Caleb won in his first try at road racing, won the junior class in road race. And he also won, obviously, we just talked about winning a class at the Charlotte Sprint Nationals. So Caleb uh, has the best performance throughout those two events and comes home with the Sammy Borsick Ironman Award, uh, given in memory of Sammy Borsick, a longtime supporter of the WKA. Uh, Sammy, for those of you that go back into the 90s and early 2000s, Sammy was, uh, was very involved with the WKA, did a lot of the operations, did a lot of the tracks set up, and also uh, traveled to a lot of the events. And if you knew Sammy, uh, when you met Sammy, he was your friend, a smile on his face all the time, and uh, a real good uh, friend to the karting community, uh, greatly missed, but uh, hats off to WKA for setting up an award in Sammy's name, the Sammy Borsig Ironman Award. There was another award over the weekend given out that I was involved in, and it was pretty exciting for me. I was um, given the, uh, the, the duty by the WKA of inducting Carol Geddes into the Karting Hall of Fame. And that was truly one of the most awesome things I've ever been able to do in karting. Carol's been a dear friend of mine for so many years. <clears throat> and she, uh, for those of you that don't know Carol, and there's not too many people that don't, but for those of you that don't know Carol, she is, uh, she's traveled the WK circuit. She's worked the WK trailer selling apparel, uh, t-shirts, hats, uh, event shirts, you name it. Uh, Carol's always, always been there. Carol also has a very strong faith and has conducted countless times, conducted worship services at the events. And uh, for those of you that don't know about Carol, personally, she's gone on many mission trips. She actually has a school named in her honor in Kenya called Carol's Orphanage. She has uh, done so much through donations to help support that community. And Carol... Uh, again, has that uh, has that orphanage in her name for the underprivileged kids out there. Many of them not even able to have shoes, but she's been able to give them a better quality life through her efforts and through the support of so many of her followers. So uh, for me to be able to present that award to Carol was just uh, amazing. I just couldn't believe it. And uh, so such a such an honor for me 
to be able to, to honor her with that award. Uh, also, Hall of Fame members that were there, they could, that took part in the uh, induction. Marie Borsick, as I talked about earlier, Marie is uh, a member of the Hall of Fame, been with the WK since 1993. And Bobby Geddes. Bobby was um, also a member of the uh, Hall of Fame and was there, of course. Bobby does a lot of our tech. And Bobby has been involved with the WK since the mid-1980s. So they were there to enjoy the award with Carol. So that about wrapped up on my Charlotte trip. Again, just an opportunity to see a lot of old friends, to witness um, you know, some great racing, and see a beautiful sprint track. So if you get an opportunity to head down to Charlotte, uh, check out their schedule. They got some other races coming up here uh, later this year. You'll enjoy the sprint track. It's well done. It's well prepared, and uh, certainly is um, is the um, the result of some great racing on that sprint track last weekend and for many years to come. I'm sure the way it's been designed. So again, uh, thanks to the WK for allowing me to come down and be part of that event and announce the race. It's always a lot of fun to do the announcing at those races, and I was able to do that. And look forward to getting down there again one of these days. Well, my next stop is a short turnaround. I leave in a couple days. This is actually uh, July 28th of 2020. And on the uh, 30th, I'm headed to Indianapolis for an event <coughs> that I, uh, I probably would consider one of the highlights of my year, without a doubt. One of my favorite weekends. It's the Battle at the Brickyard at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And I get to call the event, and, and that is awesome because uh, there's just a, nothing like a karting event at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. A nine-tenths of a mile circuit <coughs> excuse me, set up inside the, uh, the speedway, inside of turns three and four, and uh, over 500 entries last year, and they've got over 500 entries this year. Big classes, 40, 50 entry classes. They do their best to try to start them all. And the, the event has a lot of unique elements. Uh, for one, on Friday, after the practice and qualifying is over, the drivers get to do a lap of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And that is pretty darn cool. And I'm telling you, whether you, you're in a class of 50 and you finish 50th, or you win the class of 50, or you win two classes, it doesn't matter. Everybody's out there gaining that memory, that experience, and leaving on Sunday night with that memory of taking a lap around the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. On Friday night after qualifying, we have the front row photos, just like at the Indy 500 and all those classes, <coughs> excuse me, all the classes that are finished qualifying, the top two qualifiers line up for their, um, for their front row photos. So that's pretty, uh, pretty cool too. On Sunday, when we run our main events, we start off the uh, the pre-race with someone singing Back Home Again in Indiana, just like they would at the Indy 500. And then we uh, we meet the winner after he comes off the scales with a jug of milk that he always pours over himself, just like an Indy. And he'll also have the winner's wreath to have his picture taken. So a lot of unique things that are elements of the Indy 500 we've been able to bring to the Battle at the Brickyard so the drivers in karting can experience the same thing 
for achieving such a high level of uh, success by winning the battle at the Brickyard. So that's coming up this week. And uh, again, a big crowd. Like every other event, we're going to have some restrictions. Everybody's going to get their temperature taken when we go into the uh, to the facility. And uh, I know there's some paperwork each day that'll be filled out. Each day will have its own wristband. But that's the world we live in. We gotta we gotta do those things to be able to do uh, to to do uh, these races. And and it's just just how it is. Hopefully it's temporary, and hopefully we'll get on and and uh, and be able to do uh, do the things we want to do and get our lives back. But right now the restrictions are just part of our life and we have to deal with them in order to uh, to help get these events off the ground and, and run in a safe manner. So that about uh, wraps up this podcast. I kind of short this week. I wanted to kind of do a wrap up of Charlotte and then also uh, prepare for Indianapolis. And I also wanted to cover, I call it the Hall of Fame uh, spotlight. But this was a time where we can talk about someone in the Hall of Fame, Carol Geddes, who has had such an impact on karting, and I was glad that I could include her in the podcast. Uh, the uh, The next episode is going to be more of a, a history lesson, again, on the WKA, picking up where I left off, off on the last episode, which was how WK was formed in the first couple of years. The next episode, we're going to talk about the birth of Daytona, Talladega, and the Charlotte Motor Speedway, the super speedway element into karting and into road racing and how that affected the WK and how it helped the WK continue to grow. And the, uh, the interesting stories behind all of those venues as to how we got the opportunity to race at those racetracks. And we'll also do a wrap up of the battle at the Brickyard and some of the takeaways and the winners and just all the, all the fun stuff we were able to do over the weekend. Again, a race that I love to announce. It's exciting. It's a, when they say, <coughs> excuse me, when they say, when you pull into the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, you get a, a weird feeling. You really do because it is the hallowed ground of motorsports. There's so much history, so many amazing things of motorsports have happened at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And now karting can create some of those memories as well. So pretty exciting to be a pretty excited to be a part of that. Until the next time we talk, race safe, race fast. Remember, racers don't live forever but racing memories do. Say a prayer for the first responders, the firefighters, the policemen, the hospital workers. They need your help. They're out in this every day. Uh, we live in a crazy world right now, and I, and I still don't know why, but we do. And these people don't have any choice, and they're good people. They really are. And they need your thoughts and prayers as they go through their daily life and their job trying to do the right thing. So I, until next time, it's uh, it's RK. We'll catch you again real soon with another podcast. Uh, be safe, everybody, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot.